The records speak of a vast power that your city once brought to a halt in its insolent march against the whole of Europe and Asia at once. A power that sprang forth from beyond, from the Atlantic Ocean. For at that time, this ocean was passable, since it had an island in it in the front of the strait that you people say you call the Pillars of Hercules. This island was larger than Libya and Asia, and provided passage to the other islands for people who traveled in those days. From those islands, one could then travel to the entire continent onto the other side, which surrounds that real sea beyond. Everything here inside the strait we're talking about seems nothing but a harbor with a narrow entrance. Whereas that really is an ocean out there and the land that embraces it all the way around truly deserves to be called a continent. Now, on this Isle of Atlantis, a great and marvelous royal power established itself and ruled not the whole island, but many of the other islands and parts of the continent as well. What's more, their rule extended even inside of the strait, over Libya, even as far as Egypt and over Europe as far as Tyrrhenia. Now one day, this power gathered all of itself together and set out to enslave all of the territory inside the strait, including your region and ours, in one fell swoop. Then it was that your cities might shone bright with excellence and strength for all humankind to see. Preeminent among all others in the nobility of her spirit and in her use of all the arts of war, she first rose to the leadership of the Greek cause. Later, forced to stand alone, deserted by her allies, she reached the point of extreme peril. Nevertheless, she overcame the invaders and erected her monument of victory. She prevented the enslavement of those not yet enslaved and generously freed all the rest of us who lived within the boundaries of Hercules. Sometime later, excessively violent earthquakes and floods occurred, and after the onset of an unbearable day and a night, your entire warrior force sank below the earth all at once, and the Isle of Atlantis likewise sank below the sea and disappeared. That is how the ocean in that region has come to be even now unnavigable and unexplorable, obstructed as it is by a layer of mud at a shallow depth. The residue of the island as it settled. He's talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom! Shut down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the loop. Shit's moving good. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong. I was jumping, let's jump, let's jump, let's jump before this motherfucker dies of boredom. Hallelujah. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. I am your host, Amorza Soria, and with me to my left, Tizachi. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, where the fuck am I? I was like, wait a second. Yeah, it's me. What's up, guys? And with me to my right, as always, is my brother, John. Yo, what's good, everyone? Oh, boy. So, we're doing something new. 
we're revisiting newish, newish, I should say, newish. We're, re- we're we are revisiting some of our, of our old episodes, and today specifically, we're going back to shall we say episode one, or are we, we counting it you, as you want, episode? You want to say it all together like we did the, fir- the uh, first episode? I'm gonna just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we're referring to the episode known as Atlantis. Some yeah. of us liked it, some of us didn't. Uh, we, uh, as as Moses stated, it was out. It was one of our practice episodes. Uh, the, the, or, well, it, it technically was because that episode was supposed to be an, the next episode of my previous podcast, Keepers of the Filth. Go ahead and give us a backstory of that episode because I think we're going to be deleting that episode. So yeah, we're going to delete that episode. No, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be revisiting old episodes because back then we didn't know what the fuck we were doing in terms of how we were formatting our epi- you know, our episodes and subjects and things of that nature. And back then it was like, well, I'm done. All right, you go. You know, so we the transitions were off. So, you know, we figured like, things out. We're popcorning to the max, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty much, pretty much. And the thing that sucks about a lot of those episodes is we did a lot of, a lot of those episodes were our favorite were some of our favorite topics. Oh, correct, yeah. Correct. Absolutely. That, that we just sucked dick at. We just sucked dick at. You know, we, we, just, we just weren't that good yet. We weren't as... We were a lot more... Wor- we were a lot worse than we are now. <laughs> so right now... So like, I was going to say that's a, that's a compliment. So I'll now we're it. going back, and every once in a while, we'll revisit and we'll redo that episode. And today, that episode is uh, the one about the legendary Atlantis. Oh, boy. Yeah. How long ago was that episode again? Three years ago. Three, three years, years ago. It was we, three years. We were doing this shit for three years. And May 14th was our three-year anniversary. Damn. I, I remember that shit. Moses wrote that script, sat us down. We had no idea what the fuck we were going to get into. Here oh, we yeah. go read. Yep. And some of the words were just like, how the fuck? Why the fuck? It's like, I don't want to say professional actors because they can fucking do shit. But it's like you're giving a script to a mi- bunch of middle schoolers. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a first readout of the whole script. The script was written by a more dumber middle schooler. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but that's what but that's what that episode was. The, the first episode, Atlantis, was going to be an episode of my previous podcast, which was Keepers of the Filth. Mm-hmm. But Keepers of the Filth ended up on, uh, we ended with episode 30 because my co-host, uh, good, a good buddy Luis, he just wasn't into it. He mm-hmm. was doing me the favor of doing the podcast and he wasn't really into it. Doing homework because basically this is what we're doing because this this is homework. We do, I did I'm doing I've did, I've done more homework these past three years than <laughs> I did the, four years than I did the, all of my high school combined <laughs> all the fucking research. But Damn. you know what I mean. So uh, we did we stat we ended with unit seven thirty one, which is one of our older episodes <laughs> as well. With this one, yep. We ended with unit seven thirty one, and then our next episode was supposed to be Atlantis, and then he's like, you know what, dude, I'm kind of done. And then I I still hate the voice. The sound of my voice. I'm like, all right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not Aaron Mankey. I'm not Lore. I'm not. I don't. I don't like the way I sound. So I'm not gonna do a Lore ripoff podcast. I'm not just gonna be a one person reading a script because you're not. I'm not gonna be able to do it nowhere near as good as Aaron does with with Lore. So I'm like, all right. Which is one of the. Which is one of my influences when it came to like, all right. What am I gonna do with podcasting? And Lore was one of my favorite podcasts at the time. I don't really listen to podcasts anymore just because I. Don't, I don't really have time but lore was one of the ones lore obviously the last podcast on the left and kevin smith and then the hp lovecraft literary podcast were some of my favorite ones mm-hmm. so because 
So after we ended with the, so after we ended my first podcast, Keepers of the Filth, which Achi used to listen to, it's just dope ass podcast. We didn't we didn't do it for a year. I I didn't do it for a year, but I kept wanting to do it. I kept asking people, but at the time, this was 2015, 2014, around there. And I kept telling them, hey, you know, do you guys want to help me out? Who wrote the fuck's podcast? Well, what's like, oh shit, it's a lot of people. It's kind of like a radio show, but not really. And people were like, what? So people were looking at me kind of dumb. So I'm like, all right. And then it wasn't until that Big Bear when when we all went to Big Bear when I asked you, oh, like, hey, yeah, would yeah. you be down to do a to do a podcast and you'll be like, like keepers of the filth. I'm like, exactly like keepers of the filth, but not keepers of the filth, obviously. And then my brother, he was supposed to just jump in and help us out with episode zero. No, which is funny, I was there at that fucking Big Bear camp. But you, but you weren't there with us though. You had gone. You were still shopping. Oh, was, no, you were. Yeah, he went. He went. He went to that Big Bear trip. He did, right? Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't in the room when we were talking. Oh about yeah, because you went to Target to get some fucking. You went to Target. No, or what the fuck were you? No, you had a Kmart, bro. Yeah, you were with Chris and them still buying because, yeah, wow. you guys wanted to go, go buy some shit. Sure, sure. So the original, so like I saw so the original, the original um cast was going to be me, um Achi, and Renee, you know, rest in peace. It was going to be us three. And then right the minute we, we, we were about to start, Renee's like, well, why don't you ask your brother? Your brother's funny. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So we asked my brother, hey, you want to record? And my brother's like, what? What do I do? I just answer questions and you just say A, B, or C. He's like, all right, cool. So he sat down. And then we realized, all right, this guy's, this guy's a fucking. This dude's a jackass. Yeah, he's the. We need a jackass yeah. in, our, uh, in our circle. And I appreciate the fact that I'm the jackass of the group. I really do. So he started. So technically, he started guest. Fuck you for just throwing me in out of the blue without asking me. So technically, Prior. so technically, he's still our guest. A long fucking guest. <laughs> Seventy guest. episodes a in, guest. He's still our guest. Hey, so much of a guest that you took my spot. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So, keep it to the filth ended with Atlantis being the next episode. I had no idea that that was the your last episode. Yeah, it was supposed of, to be of, of it was of Atlantis, the and then yeah. after Atlantis, after Atlantis, after Atlantis, it was supposed to be the Cannibal Island series. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know you guys had 30 episodes on that last podcast. Yeah, well, Because I just remembered you guys recording like twice or three times. And then... No, we record for a whole year. Yeah. See, I, See, but I had no idea. I had no, no idea they record. But the, You live in the same house. Exact right? same house <laughs> across the room, just <laughs> right there. But the thing is, we, we would record every two weeks. We would record two episodes a week because it was a weekly podcast. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But the episodes were short. They were like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Were they? Yeah, they were short. They were shorties. Okay. Because I wanted to... I wanted it to slowly get Lewis into the rhythm, to the rhythm of things before I'm like, all right, we're gonna do Cannibal Island. That's gonna be a twenty-five page script per episode kind of deal. Fuck, you know, which is what it, what Cannibal Island ended up being. The our 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 our, our girthiest our girthiest um uh a script was the part three for Bell Witch. That was the girthiest one. It was like thirty something pages. Just because there was a lot of dialogue. There was a lot of back yeah, and forth. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. But anyways, we're revisiting Atlantis. We're All that to say. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, which just goes to show you why. Look, if, if Atlantis was supposed to be our latest episode for Keepers of the Filth, and Atlantis was a shitty episode. No, actually, I would say it was a sh- kind of shitty. You can imagine how shitty Keepers of the Filth was. It was Keepers of the Filth, it, it was shitty, but, you know, it had its charm. It had its charm. Lewis was really good at doing accents. That was the only thing. That was like one of the funniest things about him. He would do a lot of accents. That bastard. I think Lewis has joined. I think Lewis has joined us in a creepy pasta episode. He did. did he? Yeah, he, he did. did. He did. So if you guys want to go l- listen to what the fuck I'm talking about, 
who this Lewis person who this is. Lewis is, you know, go back and listen mm-hmm. to one of the creepy pasta episodes. But yeah, so today we're gonna be dealing with Atlantis and my brother said locations, le- legend, myths, and all that sorts of good stuff. But right now we're gonna start off with where the whole legend of Atlantis came from. So Atlantis also spelled Atlantis, A-T-A. Atlantis? Atlantis or Atlantis. Atlantis. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Let's move on. Let's move on. Or Atlantica. Okay. Was or is known to be a legendary island in the Atlantic Ocean, lying west of the Strait of Gibraltar, which is part of the ocean where the Mediterranean Sea and the Atlantic and the Atlantic Sea connect, which is like this little gap that's also known as the Pillars of Hercules. And the main source cited for the legend of Atlantis came from Plato, specifically two of Plato's dialogues, Timaeus and Chryseus. And in his dialogue, Timaeus, Plato goes on to describe how he, how an Egyptian priest described Atlantis during a conversation with an Athenian lawgiver, Solo, as an island larger than Asia and Libya combined. So at that point, Atlantis wasn't this little island that we're thinking of. Atlantis is looking to be like a whole fucking continent. Oh, shit. Which is the intro that you guys heard. The, the, the intro you guys heard is the conversation that I'm talking about. And Atlantis, it was a rich island whose powerful royal elite conquered many of the empires around the Mediterranean until they were finally defeated by the Athenians. So according to Plato, the Atlanteans became a bunch of salty-ass bitches after, and because of this, God told them to suck a dick, and the island was then swallowed up by the sea as a result of a dickload of earthquakes. Then in Christius, Plato gave a history of the Atlanteans. To many, Atlantis is nothing more than a legend, but medieval European writers took to the legend of Atlantis like flies to shit and actually tried to identify Atlantis with actual countries. At one point after the Renaissance, they thought Atlantis was America, Scandinavia, and even some of the Canary Islands. They're like, oh, that's Atlantis. Oh, no, that's some. That's ended up being America. Yeah, America. That's Atlantis. No, it's Scandinavia. Oh, that's Atlantis. No, that's the fucking Canary Islands. A cool part of the legend of Atlantis is that if Plato's dumbass didn't invent the legend of Atlantis, then the story of Atlantis may in fact reflect ancient Egyptian records of a volcanic eruption on the island of Thera about 1500 years ago. This eruption was followed by a series of earthquakes and tsunamis that GG'd many civilizations. And for those of you that are not in the know, GG means good game. And you usually say good game when you mean game over. So because of this massive amount of earthquakes and tsunamis wiping out these many civilizations, this probably gave birth and rise to the legend of Atlantis. So the actual tale of Atlantis goes something like this. So according to the Egyptians, because it was actually the Egyptians who were telling the story, that Christians reported that his grandfather told him, which came from Solon, who heard it from the Egyptians. Okay. So it's a bunch of he said, she said shit. <clears throat> yes. Oh, God. So that once upon a time. Sounds legit. That once upon a time, there was a mighty power based on an island in the Atlantic Ocean. This empire was called Atlantis, and it ruled over several other islands and part of the continents of Africa and Europe. Atlantis was said to be arranged in rings of alternating water and land. So there'd be like a ring of land, then a ring of water, then a ring of land, then a ring of water, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's how Atlantis was supposed to be. 
obviously you guys can't see it, but that's the picture I have in the background of my computer for my brother and Nacho to see. Mm. That's you, so cool. If you guys want to see this picture, go to our Instagram, Weird History, Human Tells Pod. So the central plain outside of the city had canals and a magnificent irrigation system. Atlantis had kings and a civil administration, as well as a strong and organized military. Again, check out our Instagram if you guys want to see what all of this is supposed to be. Look like I mean. But then they got greedy and they waged a war on what remained of Asia and Europe. When Atlantis threw the first punch, Athens showed its muscle as the leader of the Greeks and Athens alone defeated the invading Atlanteans, preventing the free from being enslaved and then freeing those who had already been enslaved. So after the, after the battle, there were violent earthquakes and floods and Atlantis took the L and sank into the sea with all the Athenian warriors being swallowed up by the sea as well. GG. And then this is where Plato comes into play. Plato's Atlantis. So Atlantis is the, the legendary city. There's only, there's only one more city that I can think of could be a little more famous or as famous as Atlantis. And that's the El Dorado, the city of gold. Uh-huh. That's probably depending on where you were born. If you were born in South America, you're probably more aware of the legend of El Dorado than you are of Atlantis. But out of, I think out of those two, it's a tie between those two when when you when it comes to the legendary cities. Now, which movie did you like better, Disney, Atlantis, or El Dorado, or Treasure Planet? I don't remember. Shut Treasure the fuck Planet. up, Treasure Planet. <laughs> Treasure Planet is trash, bro. Planet Trash. That's the name of it. People Planet are, Trash. People are getting deja vu. They're like, this is episode one. They're mentioning <laughs> Treasure Planet again. Yeah. Okay. Which one's better, Atlantis? Yeah. Which one you choose right now? You have two fucking. CDs right here to no, input in that DVD it. player. And you have to choose Atlantis or El Dorado. Well, if I said DVD player. Yeah. Well, let's right have them in DVD. Yeah. Fuck. Um, have you watched any of these movies? I've watched Atlantis ones. I haven't watched the. You haven't watched El Dorado? Nope. You're trash. a piece of shit. It's trash. I think I'm going to go with The Road to El Dorado. The Road to El Dorado. Yeah. Okay. Just because that one chick. Made me feel secret feelings when I was when I was younger. <laughs> secret feelings. <laughs> Kita didn't. Kita didn't. Okay. Kita no. was Kita was too skinny for me. But you the w- chick from the Roto Dorado. She a thick girl. Oof. Oof. It's an animated thick girl. She was pretty thick. She was pretty thick. Anyway, so out of those two, <laughs> Atlantis is the major legendary city, which Plato describes in his work. So Atlantis is a story of a wealthy and, like I said, an advanced civilization that sunk into the sea to be lost forever. That's captured the imagination of readers for hundreds of years. And if you're listening and asking yourself, was Atlantis real? Was the story based on ancient civilizations? Was the disaster that swept away the eruption of terror on Santorini in the Aegean? Or was the whole story a fiction of Plato to show the glory of his own city of Athens? And provide a moral example of what happened to cities who became greedy and neglected the rule of law. So if you're listening and hoping to find out the answers to these and many more questions, you are dick out of luck because I do not have them. Oh. Instead, what I do have is what Plato actually said about Atlantis. Those questions that I that you're asking yourself, we're never we might never ever find nope. the answers to. But what we could do is talk about what Plato said about Atlantis. Who we heard from them, who they heard from other people. So, Pla- so let's start off with Plato's uh, Timaeus. So, Plato's first mention of Atlantis actually came later in his life. 
and it starts off with a long laundry list of I heard this story from this guy whose dad told him whose dad told him his grandfather told him whose uncle sister's dad heard it from this guy who swears every word is true and he begins to tell the story whose source was was a guy who heard it from a priest when he was in Egypt that's that's the story of Atlantis story is Plato's Plato's telling the story that he heard from a guy who heard from a guy who heard from a guy who heard it from a guy when he was in Egypt spying on a guy. That's that's the long track record. Laundry of, list. Yeah. Of. So the passage on Atlantis is spoken by Christian's dialogue, but the story is introduced by Hermocrates, who tells Christian to tell the story that goes way back. So Christian begins and says the story is true and was vouched by Solon. He says that Solon told the story to his friend Dropides, who was Christian's grandfather, who passed it down to his family. Hmm. And Solon heard the story in his travels in Egypt, specifically a priest who always meant to put the story in writing, but just never got around to it. So the story is so the story is Christian's quoting the priest who was telling the story to Solon, which is the passage we heard in the beginning of the episode. <sighs> So when Christians begins, breathe, motherfucker, breathe. So when Christians then begins talking about Socrates and eventually gives a long speech on the origin of the universe, ending the conversation about Atlantis. So the intro we heard is all that's mentioned about Atlantis in Plato's Timaeus. But then later on, Atlantis rears its mysterious head once again, but this time in a bit more detail. This during Plato's Christians. Again, this dialogue is named after a storyteller from the last section. Crescius uses Socrates' theory of an ideal state in the context of a real city. And will show how this perfect ideal state is strong enough to defeat even the most technologically advanced civilization from Atlantis. So a lot of people are saying that the story of Atlantis is nothing more than like a pro-state propaganda. Which is him just trying to talk up to Socrates telling them, look, we are small but we are strong. If we are a true state, even we could defeat Something like Atlantis, a made-up city that's strong, that owns a lot of land, that has an army, and that's technically advanced. None of that matters if we follow the law, the, the rules of law. And that's basically what the story of Atlantis, what many theorists and, and scholars say it all. That's all it is. It's all the story of Atlantis is. It's just a pro-Greece pro propaganda story. But the story is incomplete, as Christia does not go as far as talking in detail when it comes to the war between Athens and Atlantis. But Christia begins a speech like this. We should recall at the very beginning that, in very rough terms, it was some 9,000 years at the time when a war is recorded as having broken out between the peoples dwelling outside the Pillars of Hercules and all those dwelling within. This war I must now describe. Now they said that this city of Athens was the ruler of the peoples and fought for the duration of the entire war. They said too that the kings of the island of Atlantis were the rulers of other peoples. This island, as we were saying, was at one time greater than both Libya and Asia combined. But now, because of earthquakes, it has subsided into the great ocean, 
and has produced a vast sea of mud that blocks the passage of mariners who would sail into the great ocean from Greek waters. And for this reason, it is no longer navigable. So it was that Poseidon received as one of his domains the island of Atlantis, and he established dwelling places for the children he had fathered of a mortal woman in a certain place on the island I shall describe. Then Chrysias goes on to describe Atlantis as a mountainous island that rose straight from the sea. It had fertile central plains with a central hill surrounded by rings of sea and land which were created by Poseidon to protect his people. It is here that we learn that the first king of Atlantis was King Atlas. And so the land was called Atlantis. And the ocean around it Atlantic. They're pretty pretty creative, if you ask me. The Atlanteans prospered over many generations and then conquered the lands around the Mediterranean. Atlantis produced trees, metals, and a shitload of food and was inhabited by many creatures, including native elephants. I want to know what there the fuck. elephants. I want to know what these fucking in Atlantis. These these, at, these Atlantean elephants look like. They lived well and they domesticated animals. They irrigated their crops and their cities were built with fine temples, bridges, and canals with walls and gates. And canals with walls, and gates were constructed to join the rings of sea around the island. In the center of the island was a temple to Poseidon which is faced with silver in its entirety and given a roof of ivory. Poseidon's whole area was then surrounded by a wall of pure gold and decorated with many golden statues. The city had fountains of hot and cold water, bathhouses, gymnasias, a horse racing track, and a huge fleet of warships. The population was enormous and the army could field a force of 10,000 chariots. Atlantis was the shit. It was the most populated, the most technologically advanced, and yet they took their L hard and fast. Yet inwardly they were filled with an unjust lust for possessions and power. But as Zeus, god of the gods, reigning as king according to law, could clearly see this state of affairs. He observed this noble race lying in his abject state and resolved to punish them and to make them more careful and harmonious as a result of their chastisement. To this end, he called all the gods their most honored abode, which stands at the middle of the universe and looks down upon all that has a share in generations. And when he gathered them, together he said, That's where the story ends. Bruh. That's what the text Together he said. Cliffhanger? Suck my dick. You gotta... You gotta Just threw fucking lightning everyone. You gotta handcraft. <laughs> but from all the information we've gathered, it's easy to deduce that Athens kicked the Atlanteans in the teeth and then Poseidon sunk them to never be seen again. Dun, dun, dun. Or... Until. Until. Uh-huh. Now. You know what's something that fucked me up about Atlanteans? Did so, you guys did you guys ever watch um that one show, oh, something called Atlantis? The Stargate the Stargate Star- Stargate, uh, Stargate Atlantis? What you call me? With with Jason Momoa? What? 
just in my moment where he was an Atlantean. He had these huge dreads, right? Okay. That's how I picture Atlanteans. Right? With dreads? With dreads. Just because of that fucking shot. I just think of Jason Momoa with dreads. It's either that or I think of fucking uh, Cap- um, 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 Aquaman again. Oh, J- sure. Just, but the comics where it's just blue dudes with dreads. Yeah. Like, so all, okay. all of Atlanteans have dreads. But there are there are people or pe- theories or whatever saying that, like, no, if, if Atlanteans were real, they look closer to Moroccans. So like mm. these like caramel people with colored eyes and like brown gold hair. So, I don't know. It's just every time I think of I don't know. I just want to say that out loud. Just every time I think of Atlantis, I think of Jason Momoa <laughs> with, dreads. <laughs> with dreads, with long heavy dreads. You believe Atlantis is true? Huh? It doesn't matter what you think. Oh shit! All right. So as Moses already mentioned, most of what we believe Atlantis comes from Plato's description. Most of the possible locations that were found reference Plato in some shape, way, or form. But as Dr. Kenneth Fetter, an anthropologist of Central Connecticut State University, and Mark Adams, author of Meet Me in Atlantis, My Quest to Find the 2,000-Year-Old Sunken City, argue that most of these places kind of pick and choose what descriptions of Plato's Atlantis fits the narrative and dismiss all those that don't. So if we're going strictly by what Plato's version is of what Atlantis looked like, then all the places that I'm going to be talking about right now really don't have that same correlation. They don't fit the description. They don't right? fit the description. Not even not even the Bermuda Triangle, which is supposed to be like the the census of like, oh, that's where Atlantis is. Yeah. That doesn't even match up the because yeah. mm-hmm. there's no there's really no islands in the Bermuda, right? Like in that in that whole section. Uh I think there might, but like anything that's but, in, but, habitable. Yeah, just like a little island. Yeah, no. Like, they, they might have little islands like where they yeah. dropped off fucking. Um, Jack Sparrow and the game of the gun, like, all right, go blow your brains out. Little islands like that, maybe. But in terms of, like, huge islands, civilizations, nothing, right? Or, like, UFC fight that's going to be happening soon. Oh, my God, bro. I'm so excited. What have you just unleashed? Holy <laughs> shit, bro. Atlantis. Get out, Moses. The Masvidal fight. Oh, Get out of your system. God, bro. Now, people don't care. For, for, <laughs> but for those of you that do care, I'm right with you. <laughs> and then y'all could have a wet dream over that later. The first one is the most obvious one is that Atlantis is somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. The idea that Atlantis is actually placed somewhere in mid-Atlantic Ocean was first brought up in 1882 by an Ignatius Donnelly. He wrote a book called Atlantis, the Antediluvian World. Basically, it's just the ancient world. Why can't you just do that? Just say that, bro. He wants to be unique. He's a writer, bro. He's a writer. God damn Bro. Bro, he believed that this ancient world that there's no way for civilizations to have flourished without the help of advanced civilization. Thus, the the Atlanteans were those. He mentioned that according to Plato, he says that the Atlantic Ocean, just outside of the quote-unquote pillars of Hercules, the two rocks that mark the entrance of the Straits of Gibraltar. However, due to shifting waters, the civilization eventually drowned down to the middle of the ocean however his theory was pretty much diminished after there underwent a better understanding of ocean typo- uh, topography and plate tectonics so once people got to know more about how shit works you're just like hey dude your theory shit yeah this might not be it bro try again try again the next one is a little bit more recent it's about the Bimini Road 
Now let's say in a hypothetical world, <clears throat> coronavirus is no more. The vaccine was finally made. Everyone is healthy, and we're now allowed to travel wherever we may please. Finally, get out your ball-smelling cave of yours and decide to take a trip to the Bahamas. I feel like you're talking to me specifically. <laughs> and your adventurous ass wants to go for a dive to head off to the Bimini Islands. Is that still you? You want to take a dive in the ocean? No, nah, the fact that I have to leave my room. <laughs> that's hard. Right? You talking about me. You go underwater, and what you see is a shit ton of large stones that stretch about half a mile long. Well, this is what happened to a group of divers in 1968. Divers Joseph Manson Valentine, Jacques Mayo, and Robert Ango, they were all north of Bimini where they were fathomed by this inexplicable sight. Just 18 feet below sea where this arrangement of large stones evenly spaced from one next to the other. The stones looked to be man-made and stretched out about a half a mile long. To them, it looked like some sort of wall or even a road that were part of an ancient city. When news about this went out, Atlantis theories went rampant. Oh, they found the freeway to Atlantis. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, there's... They found a, the off-ramp. There's a fucking 105 right there. Other Fuck people... The 105. <laughs> Fuck the 405. Fuck the 405, dude. The I'll take the 105 over the 405 any day. Freaking people from the from North Cali, like, why the fuck are they saying the? They don't say the with freeways. What is it, Hella? Yeah, those Hella four hundred five. No, <laughs> <laughs> there goes our our North Cal fans. They're gonna be hella mad. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my, my bad. As you had to carry on, carry on, <laughs> carry on, carry on. Just so when news want. about this went out, uh, Atlanta theories went rampant. People were making connections, saying that the Bim- the Bimini Road can actually lead them to Atlantis. But obviously, this wasn't the case. And then, due to carbon dating, not only did it place its stones in a different time period from Atlantis, but it also put a te- uh, put an end to this conspiracy because these stones were, in fact, not man-made, but made through a natural phenomenon. Yeah, they were the Atlanteans. <laughs> natural. They're, they're the natural phenomenon. Natural. There were no signs of stones being I worked see. on, I and see no two marks, no tool marks. So, like, no chiseling or shit like that. Yeah, because they used lasers, bro. Aliens, bro. They used lasers. Aliens. Haven't you seen Atlantis? They used those fucking crystals. He hasn't seen. You know the crystal. Wait, yeah. I've seen Atlantis. You know the crystal that Kita has? That's what they used to cut, bro. And they were driving on those magical fishes. It was due to erosion. And the stones just ended up looking like this. It was just erosion. So it's just a natural phenomenon that that occurred. That's what Milo and Kita want you to think. That's true. They don't want you leaving. They don't want you going. Well, these no. are just beach rock formations. Oh, what a coincidence. Hey. Well, let me tell you another coincidence. <laughs> so the next uh, Pe- location where the, the people are listening is- and they're like, this is supposed to be the better one? <laughs> this is supposed to I kind of like the first one better. This is supposed to be the better they're one? They're like, I can actually sit through the first one. This one, I don't know. So the, la- the next location that there's a possibility where Atlantis might be is Antarctica. And we brought this up in the first episode where Moses kind of briefly mentioned Antarctica as a possible location of Atlantis. And in this theory, it was suggested by uh, Charles Hapgood in mm-hmm, 1958 mm-hmm. in his book uh, called Earth's Shifting Crust. He suggested that about 12,000 years ago, uh, Antarctica was north, much north than it where it resides right now. 
Being closer to the equator, you can believe that it's a lot warmer then than it is now. So much so that there was an entire civilization of people living there. And according to Hapgood, they were highly advanced for the time and believe uh, this is where Atlantis resided. However, due to sudden shifts, this moved an entire Antarctic continent further south and thus freezing the entire Atlantean civilization under ice. Like you said about his theory, the the whole shifting of the crust happening, et cetera, et cetera. But he his theory was 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 out there before we understood uh, fully um, what plate tectonics really was and how they work. And now that we have full knowledge of how the plate tectonics works, just completely debunked his theory of the quote unquote Earth's crust shifting, converting it to be super fucking cold, and then just killing. The whole civilization of the Atlanteans. Yeah, everyone was like, "Man, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." <laughs> plus, if you pretty believe, much, pretty much, pretty plus, much, if you believe the theory that Atlanteans were ancient, were the first ancient Egyptians, uh-huh. then you automatically, then you might know that Atlanteans were were black, and just like many Latin and Latin American people, we are tropical people. We don't fuck with the cold. So them being in Antarctica or up there. Off the bat, like, oh, it's cold. I'm out. Yeah, because we're tropical. <laughs> they're tropical people, kind of like, Mex- kind of like us Latin Americans, they, people from like Brazil and all. You know, you know what I mean? We're a little dark because we like the sun. They legit take their lifestyle. They're like, nah. Yeah, and then on top of that, it, I mean, it didn't even give them, uh, like a, a, a sort of platform to talk about the whole Atlantis thing, because they're already, they're already, mm, we don't even believe you about your your little fucking shifting shit. You're shifting. What, what, now you want to talk about Atlantis? Boy, get out. What are you saying? Get out here. Here. No. You also, lost us. Also, do you guys know that there's a whole uh, another continent underneath uh, Europe? Another, underneath Europe? <laughs> like, uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Oh, hold up, hold up. That's Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> That's Atlantis. Might be, might be, might be, might be. <laughs> okay. Now, and you know what's funny? What's up? Like, the only reason why Plato why his shit was acknowledged just because it's Plato. It's Plato. Right? He was a great yeah. philosopher of the West. Plato. Fucking the homie Plato. Yeah. And I was <laughs> reading... <homie> Plato. <laughs> Little Plato right there, bro. Platito. Little Plato. They're saying if it was anyone else, anyone else, could be anyone else <laughs> that wrote this shit, everyone would have been like, like what you said, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. Yeah yeah. Here. yeah. 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 That's true. Which is funny. But then that's why there's... That's why you should... That's why you assume... Fucking Atlantis is real, cause fucking low. Yeah, exactly, cause they're he, like he said Plato it. said it. He said it. You you said it right. He said it. See, but Plato's smart though, cause he lied. He's like he's like he's not gonna say I saw it. He's not gonna say my I uncle heard saw it. it. I heard. He's not gonna say my uncle's uncle saw it. He said I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who saw a guy who met a guy who overheard a guy talking to another guy about Atlantis. And you know, and that was the best truth that we could get, <laughs> to be honest, cause. How else are you gonna communicate? At and that then, time? and then the guy who told the story, he was supposed to write it down, but he just never got around to it. He's like, I can't write, so we have no, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't write, but <laughs> I could speak. I remember the story he's telling was told nine thousand years before all this happened. Before he said it, nine thousand years. What the fuck was nine thousand years ago for us? You're, you're, you're asking the wrong dudes here. That's seven thousand years. 
Bro, I'm trying. I'm trying to do math life, bro. Just continue. <laughs> he tries to math life. I'm, I'm trying to fuck. I'm fucking up. That's a seventh. Right, just go. So, so you say you still want to put our podcast on video? Hey, bro. Let's just scrap this episode again. <laughs> you know what? Hold on, hold let's on. just remove Atlantis. <laughs> we'll, we'll start over. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to another <laughs> episode of the Weird History TV Tales podcast. <laughs> this is supposed to be the remake. All right. Next location that we're going to be going to is a little place called. Mauritania. Now, one of the most common traits that Atlantis seekers look for is the most obvious, the rings. Rings of land that distinguish Atlantis for what it is. If you just want to see these rings, corner Instagram, weird history, you can tell the pod. Mm-hmm. And for this reason, I'll be taking us to the Sahara Desert in Africa. Just outside of Aldane, uh, Mauritania is this incredible 30 square mile long phenomenon, most famously known as the Eye of the Sahara. Or the recall structure. Jimmy, the host of a very popular YouTube channel called Bright Insights, brings up the Eye of Sahara and the same, and he mentions that it's the same exact length as described as Plato um, when he describes Atlantis. He also mentions that the Eye of Sahara clearly is not below the sea, obviously, because we could see it, but he gives the same reason as Michael Hubner, which I'll talk about in a bit that about 11,000 years ago, the Earth did, in fact, undergo through shifts that caused huge tsunamis to form that obviously drowned the Atlantean civilization. But scientists do have references of this occurring where the tsunami occurred, but post-tsunami, the ocean waters receded, receded back, and so we are able to see it again. So this underwater city, as people mentioned, as Plato mentioned, didn't in fact happen, but after a while, the Washington went back. Yeah, and then it's so it's in the, it's basically somewhere hidden in the Sahara, right? Well, it's, it's obvious we can see it. You see it from from uh, and I'll, we'll be posting this up on our on our Instagram, the Weird History Retails Pod, um, of a picture of the the Eye of Sahara. There it is, right there. Also, if you guys look, and if you if you guys look at our website, if you guys look at our Instagram. And look at the picture of Atlantis with the rings. We're going to post a picture. The picture I'm looking at, I'm getting, the, the, so, the picture I, so the picture we posted, I'm getting Attack on Titan vibes because it looks like there's walls inside walls inside walls. Mm. And if you guys are Attack on Titan, if you guys are Attack on Titan fans, season four, the final season is finally coming out by, in October, man. I'm so excited for that shit. Season three was amazing. Finally told us why the fucking walls were out there. What the, oh my God. Did you see the live action one? Yes, I actually like the first one. That shit looks creepy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is creepy. It's creepy. We, we watched it at my cousin's house and his older sister, younger sister, depending on who, whatever. Because <laughs> they were both there. Abraham and Tootie was there. So I, so my my cousin, who's the middle child, she's a girl, she thought we were watching a horror movie. That's how, so, that's how, there's, that's how so much blood and how creepy yep. the Titans look. But yeah, I'm getting Attack on Titan vibes. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And I mentioned Attack on Titan, and I just binged season three, and my mind's blown. Mind's blown. <sighs> I got a lot of anime to catch up on. Anyways. Okay. Um, so people have argued that Eye of Sahara was created by a meteor crash some time ago. But this was also kind of ruled out because there is actually no ev- Despite the way it looks, you would think, like, oh, shit, a fucking meteor just, you know, created that shit. It's a fucking crater. There's no impact. Yeah, it. there's no uh, evidence that there was an impact that occurred in that location. Um, and he also said 
that Plato mentioned that Atlantis is surrounded by mountains with rivers flowing through them and that the mountains were located north of the Atlantis, which every part of this is true with the Aya Sahara. If you take a look at it, there's like um, kind of lines going through the, the, the freaking valleys and the mountains that are passing through well, the that shows moving. evidence of, of rivers actually flowing through there. And then in correlation to, you know, where you are, the mountains are located in the north of, of the Sahara of the Eye of the Sahara, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Atlanteans became the ancient Egyptians. That's how the ancient Egyptians were able to build those fucking pyramids because they had those little, those little, those little um, crystals. Keep in mind, this guy is referencing a uh, Disney movie. Just because it's a cartoon doesn't mean does not make it not real. <laughs> not make it not real. <laughs> All right. Yes, it's it's an extreme exaggeration in real life. It's an animated dramatization, <laughs> right? That's that's what I'm sticking to. But but if you listen, but if you if if you believe in that theory, doesn't that theory kind of make sense? Atlantis goes to shit. A lot of them start spreading out, and then Atlantis was once this huge smart civilization, and as they, as they split, as they split up and splintered, some went to South America, some went to North America, some went. You know, to Europe, someone to Africa, and then you start seeing these pyramids start appearing in South America. It look like the ones that are in Africa, the ones that look like in you know. So it's like it's like the civilization that just Ties split in. up. Yeah, that just split up. So yeah, I see that. I see that. That's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Now the next one that that of someone brought up, we actually brought this up in our first episode of Atlantis. Oh, so you're recycling material. Nice. No, no, I'm proud of you. Trying to, try to, try to make your shit better. Okay. All right. Is <laughs> <laughs> Morocco. Uh, and this one is really interesting because it revolves around Atlantis being found due to mathematical equations. Oh, is that dude? Mm-hmm. So Moses talked about this in our first episode. And it's cool to bring it up again because, you know, it's interesting. And this guy, Michael uh, Hubner, found Atlantis by just literally plugging in some numbers. All Huber did was take the findings that uh, that Plato mentioned and use data analysis to pinpoint a rough estimate of where Atlantis was located, and he found it to be in Morocco near the city of uh, Aragir. And if you guys want to see this picture or on Instagram and scroll all the <laughs> way down, it's like our third, way fourth post. the fuck Good down. luck with that. And so... Uh, in the article that I read, uh, Hubner was actually taking his buddy, Mark Adams, also uh, Atlantis theorist, and I mentioned him prior, uh, around, and Hubner was basically like the travel guide, kind of pointing out the findings to him and letting him know, like, he was just like, oh, yeah, look over there, that's that's the Strait of Gibraltar. Oh, and, and over there, you remember that satellite photo that I showed you uh, regarding the rings that I mentioned? Oh, yeah, it, that's we're standing on it, we're right here. And the mountains he's talking about, that's the mountain right there. And then this is this. this is nice point. Everything. Yeah. This is, and this guy's just like mind blown. It's like, what? I mean, I can't tell you no because you told me about this prior. And now we're here. So Mark Adams mentioned the question that all of us were thinking and thought, wait, I thought Lances was a sucking city. How the fuck am I seeing all this? So as I mentioned prior, um, of course, Lances was a sucking city. And... Although we see Atlas Mountains surrounding them, he mentioned that the tsunami did, in fact, wipe out the civilization. But obviously, the water eventually recesses back into the the ocean, just like I mentioned prior. So there's a lot of like it happened. You're right, but 
it's it's not just an, it's not underwater for the rest of its life like it, it eventually yeah, came back because it was a, it was a huge tsunami and these yeah. fucking waves there there were actual real events were miles high mm. so these motherfuckers these waves will just come in and wipe everything out and then like the ocean tide it will recede mm. kind of like what happened uh during uh during last week with hermosa beach mm. the fucking yeah that was crazy <laughs> she's like fuck you put on your masks <laughs> and the water went all the way up into the houses yeah, my dad, you know, my dad works in that direction because yeah. he works in construction and he's working over there. And he's like, and he's like, yo, I pass through there all the fucking time. He's like, that shit's kind of high up. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. And fucking Mosul Beach was, it was a fucking modern day Atlantis. We're, they're about to become the next fucking city. Damn. Oof. Oof. And the next one we have here is the Mediterranean. In 2013, a researcher and author by the name of Christos A. Jonas published a book called uh, Ucronia Atlantis Revealed. And in his book, he talks about Atlantis being located somewhere in the Met- Mediterranean Sea. And he says that because Plato wrote his findings in Greek, that a lot of English researchers actually misinterpreted his words, causing them to place Atlantis in a totally different location than, what, than where he believes it actually is. And according to his interpretation of Plato's work, he said that Atlantis is in the Mediterranean Sea, just a few kilometers north of the Greek island of Santorini. And it believes that the, the Atlantis was there for more than 11,000 years ago where the Cyclades Islands now reside. And in looking more into this, he discovered something interesting that below the Cyclade Islands lies this whole region of valleys and mountains about 400 feet below the sea. Now, this is similar to Santorini just south of the Cyclades where it shares these same characteristics and explains the reason why Atlantis went down the ocean was due to the rising waters after the ice age that caused the whole city to drown. Now, Atlantis was not the only one that shared the same fate. It also brought down many other coastal civilizations, such as the 10,000-year-old sunken city in India off of the coast of Cambay. This also correlates to the flooding that occurred in the Black Sea as well. Remember how I said that the Jonas believes people misinterpreted Plato's work of Atlantis? Well, he believes that out of all the works that are out there, about Atlantis that his is the most accurate and follows Plato's description the most. And I wish I could have more uh, information for y'all about this guy and about his book, but you could definitely um, go check it out. It's on Amazon for 15 bucks. It's called uh, Uchronia Atlantis Revealed. If you do, let us know. What else is in there? I love you thought you were going to say. Uh, I wish I had more information about this guy, but he got murked. So uh, that's all part we have for murked. the information about that guy. Well, for the most part, the locations and theories of Atlantis correlate. Obviously, yeah. we, we discussed uh, the first theory based off of, what's the name? Ignatius Denali, mm-hmm. right? When he wrote that book mm-hmm. of 1882. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first uh, surface of Plato's uh, uh, yeah, after story. Play, yeah, after Plato talked about it, he was the that first was one to bring it back. Yeah, which oh, is so eighteen eighty two. Yeah, so after Plato wrote his thing, whatever, it never came back up. It didn't reach the surface until eighteen eighty two. So, yeah. pe- so people had forgotten about Atlantis, or just didn't give it a just, shit. People yeah. just didn't give a shit. Yeah, really. It was. It's like one of those type of things where it's so old that you can't just forget about. But then this guy's like, hey, 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 let's bring it back. It's Atlantis, the antediluvian, antediluvian world. It's that fucker. Could just put ancient, but he wanted to be fucking creative. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first theory of it. Um, obviously, 
having better understanding of the oceanography and the plate tectonic and all that. Yeah, that didn't happen. This guy assumed that the that the Atlantic Ocean was several hundred feet deep. Instead of now, it's oh, like yeah. twenty. It's it's actually twenty seven thousand feet deep. Yeah, you know. So you're in the shallow end of the pool. Mm-hmm. So so talk about the, the, uh, that theory. Then we talked about the Bermuda Triangle, right? That's another theory of Atlantis. We talked about that. Uh, Antarctica, you mentioned that. Um, and then there's another theory saying that the story that Plato heard was a true event, but after getting passed on by so many oh, yeah. mouth and ears, it just it just turned to complete yeah. But theorists and other people saying, yeah, that's a true event. That happened in the Black Sea. There was a flood that happened that just engulfed this civilization. Mm-hmm. But throughout time, these stories just, you know, just got added a little bit too much. There's a lot of fluff. Into the story. Fluff to the stories. And then another cool theory about Atlantis is what what they call the Minoan civilization. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were called the Minoan civilization, like the first... Uh, uh, Greek civilization. They were known for that because of the legendary King Mayo. I think that was his name. King Minos. Okay, And the thing about King Minos is there's a legend behind of King Miles where he built Atlantis, current, that this, this whole empire, this whole uh, uh, palace uh, to, to have guard the mythical beast known as a minotaur. Right? Half man, half bull. Okay. So he, he he trapped this beast in the middle of this labyrinth where it would just run around lost. Okay. And the labyrinth was in Atlantis? Yeah, which was oh. in that part. Is that why the entrance to Atlantis is called the Pillage of... The, 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 what is it? Of Hercules? The Hercules? Yeah, the Pillars of Hercules. Dun, dun, dun. So you mean Hercules fought the Minotaur in Atlantis? Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Disney. So now we could now we can connect Hercules and Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking crossovers. We're talking about crossovers earlier too. And so so this theory, what what Plato stated about this civilization being ahead of its time, being advanced, which was kind of true in this theory as well. They were great civic engineers, right? Their agricultural was out of fucking out of this world or out of their time, I guess. Um, they even have. Ancient aliens, they they had eps on this, and their um, their water system, drainage, and all that was off the charts. They're like, this is insane. How the fuck do these guys? Yeah, know? Exactly, exactly. Aliens. Yeah, look, and that makes sense too, because when Cortez and them first showed up to, uh, I think it was who's the one that wiped out the Aztecs and the Mayans? Was it Cortez? Yeah, it was Cortez. Yeah. It was Cortez. When Cortez first showed up and he first saw the Mayan, uh, uh, the Mayan capital of, uh, I forgot the name of the capital. He thought he was in heaven. For sure. He thought he was in heaven because he'd never seen anything so clean. Because they used to have water, canals. <laughs> well, because remember, he's coming from Europe. They just faced they Dirty. got the bubonic yeah. plague. How'd they get the bubonic plague? They were just tossing, sh- literally tossing shit out the window. Everything was dirty. The, every, the floor. They were just building shit on top of shit on top of shit. And, and then he gets to South America and America, and he starts seeing all these ancient civilizations, and they're clean. The towers are like gold. Their 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 canal systems are beautiful. There's water, clean water. They have water just for bathing, water just for drinking, and they're building these 
these um, drainage systems from like miles and miles and miles away. So he's seeing all these waterfalls. He's like, do we fucking die and are we in heaven? And it makes sense if you believe that the Atlanteans had that power and then they splintered off and then it became... Oh my God! And they were capable of controlling light, air, and water flowing and entering the city because you have like these... uh, um, they were avatars. They were avatars. Yeah, yeah. So there were these. Uh, I don't want to say doors, but for lack of words, like, op- like wooden windows, which they will align in a certain direction, certain angle, uh-huh. and depending if you want cold air to breathe through the whole palace or the whole buildings, then you open it a certain way, which will allow the flow. Or if you don't want that, you close it. Yeah. Same goes for light. Kind of like our ceiling fans. Oh, okay. If it spins yeah. one way, yeah, it, yeah. it keeps the heat. Or if it spins the other way, it's it. It spreads. It keeps the room co- cool. You know how yeah. most ceiling fans have the hot and cold thing. The hot and cold thing. Yeah, like I, like I don't know if you knew that. But there's a, there's there's a switch right. on ceiling fans where you keep it on hot or you keep it on cold. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people have ceiling fans. The rooms are stuffy. It's because you're keeping it in the hot mode, which keeps all the hot air in your room. So because it's spinning a certain way. It'll sp- yeah, it'll spin the inverted. So, so if you my hands oh. so if you yeah. so if you press it, you. Put it in cool. It's spinning so all the hot air gets blown out into your room, and it's just spinning cold air. So it's that same kind of theory where they're. My brother said there's windows where if you want cold air, if you want cold air coming in or coming out, you put it in a certain way. Something with lights, like oh, I want I want a little bit of light. So you set your window or you set these things in a certain angle, and that's how you get the amount of light you want. Innovative. Yeah, and what made these uh, these buildings shiny as fuck? It's because the material that, that they build, whether it's gold or not, but they had crystallization, um, um, like bricks and stuff, rocks. Crystallized rocks? Yeah, rocks that made it so shiny. So when the sun hit it, hence why. Uh, yeah, why? Because it was so shiny. It was so bright. Haven't you ever put, so clean. Haven't you ever put a rock inside a tumbler and, and got that shit clean? No. It's, it's just, it, it looks like a crystal. Oh, shit. Yeah, because the rock is just full of old, dirty mineral that's just t- literally tattooed. Yeah. So if, if you, right now, if you go outside, you get you grab some rocks and you throw it in a tumbler and you keep that shit for like twenty four hours inside water. Yeah. When you open it, all the dirty shit's gonna be gone, and you're just gonna have like just like crystals in your hand. And there were and Atlanteans and a lot of ancient, older Aztec and civilizations that were mm. able to do that and build their towers out of that. So when you show up, you're like, "What the? F- you're being blinded." Ah. Which is why most of these towers, most of these buildings were away from the city or like in a certain, a certain angle just because like, all right, bro, like, let's hope right. <laughs> just, just keep it that way because they knew if it's at that angle, it's not going to hit them. Yeah. Yeah, but sadly, they, they built this big-ass fucking spot next okay. to one of the most uh, horrific volcanoes eruption known <laughs> as Thera. Uh, earthquake happened that triggered the, the, the volcanic eruption was just cleared out this theory of Atlanteans yeah, which brings up what Moses stated about uh, being scattered and oh, the Egyptians about, being yeah because yeah, about the, the because they're saying Atlantis it's it's a big rival person. when it comes to the how perfect and how advanced the description of Atlantis and then finding the Egyptians with the pyramids and all that, they're like, it's its its like a great rival. Mm-hmm. So a theory can be made that maybe some Atlanteans scattered all around and they created what they had, right? The knowledge of the civic split, engineering split and then, and then uh, architect and just split 
And that's where there's some correlation between certain pyramids, pyramids around the world. Uh, so like Moses said, people with dreads might be Atlanteans. Yeah, I want you to ask. Brown, I want you to go to someone who has dreads and ask them that very brown question. people, brown or black people, because they're from like Morocco. They're from, you know, if I see someone that's brown or black and has dreads, and and they're like walk and they're like flying inside like this fish thing, then I'll ask. <laughs> what you know? fish thing? Just this fish plane, like <laughs> this fish pod this racer. Fucking referencing again. You know, like I'm not gonna go up to like some random black dude or some Mexican dude with dreads, like Atlantis, huh? Atlantis, huh? <laughs> Atlantis. And they look at me and like their eyes fold like fishes, like girls, like oh shit! And then fuck yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! It was gonna spit the shit out. And that is our episode on Atlantis. All right, guys, bye. <laughs> no, but like, I mean that it really is the episode <laughs> of Atlantis. But like, it's crazy. Like, it's fucking like it's insane. We could we could literally dedicate a whole podcast to Atlantis and not run out of things. Yeah, because now we're not of legends, now we're not of tales, now we're not of Atlantis, the Lost Empire references. Yeah, because I mean, there's there's so many references that I was looking at of locations of Atlantis. Like at this point, anywhere could be Atlantis. Like if you have the the freaking right amount of descriptions correlating to that one place, any place could be fucking Atlantis. Yeah, but it's crazy how it's this one city that has an insane amount of theories and it's like universally it's known as the most advanced civilization that there has ever been. Mm-hmm. Right now we think we are the most advanced civilization that there's ever been because we're able to communicate with each other with phones and technology and Xboxes and things of that nature, which is cool. Which is like cool and really is amazing and things like that. But when you really think of it in scope, like in the scope of things, and I was, I forgot who the fuck I was listening to. Someone said, like, if you really take yourself apart from what, from today and like l- look at it from a scope, we are, we are the most advanced that there ever was, but we're not as advanced as we think we are. Mm. Like, we are just improving things, like the things that we, the, the things that, we should be proud of is like the medicine because we're able to live longer and things of that nature. But the things we're most proud of is like, oh, the iPhone 11 has these fucking cameras that are able to zoom in. You're able to see it. But when you look at the scope of things, like it really doesn't, like it's not, like it really doesn't matter. The thing that matters is the sciences and the things of that nature. So when people are talking about Atlantis, they're like, yeah, it was the most advanced civilization even than it is now because they were able to do things that we still to this day do not know how things were done like the pyramids we do not have the tools today to build the pyramids we don't we don't have lasers we we cannot cut rocks and move them like we need we need fucking warehouses worth of fucking of fucking machines for us to be able to even try to attempt this shit and these guys were doing it with just those crystals that would hang on their on their necks, you know, like we'll fucking kill you. The kid would use, but like that, but like that's the whole like ancient, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, like that's, that's the, the whole, that's the mystery behind ancient civilizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite, and like my favorite meme is uh, like one of my favorite things is when it talks about ancient civilizations, where it's like, oh, if white people didn't do it, then it must mean aliens. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh if, like white people didn't invent the pyramids, so that means it must be aliens, aliens. that must have done it. Right? Must have done it. I don't know. That's kind of cool. But yeah, but um, and that kind of lends itself to the whole theory that the Sphinx was literally underwater. 
It literally was built. The, the Sphinx was underwater. Yeah, there's this theory that the that the Sphinx is is almost three times as older as they originally thought, which makes it, which puts the people that build the that built the Sphinx that made the Sphinx out of time because at that time where, for example, I think they said that the Sphinx was built. They think because of the geological bullshit, it was actually built nine thousand years ago instead of the four or the three or the two. Right. But nine thousand years ago, it was the, the, the only thing. The, the only humanoids that were around were hunter gatherers. Mm-hmm. No one was building these monolith statues. They were they were just following bison, and that's how they were just living. Mm-hmm. So like, who the fuck created these this fucking sphinx? And now that there's there's starting to get traction that the sphinx was actually underwater at one point because there's uh like the ridges that are up against the bottom of the of the thing, and then there's mm-hmm. legends saying that there's rivers going underneath the feet of the Sphinx. And then now they're finding all these fucking secret rooms in the feet of the Sphinx, but that they just don't want to open anything to the pub. It's just weird. It's just so many mysteries going on with it. But, like, it lends itself to the whole, like, oh, Atlantis went shit. Everyone splintered off, and some people went to Africa, and they created ancient Egypt. Some people went over here to South America. Some people went to North America. And that's how there's so many similarities all around the world because everything stems from these fucking people but then of course greece were the ones that defeated these people mm-hmm. but then they fucked themselves out of out of the fucking like record of, books yeah right yeah right like once they started fucking each other they're like uh, it kind of went like yeah right right yeah you're right you're right it's not a disney reference this time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and then like even if there were records the library of um Oh, was that huge, massive library? The one that was burnt twice? Which burnt one? twice? Yeah. Oh, you said it in a freaking... Uh... The Nostradamus thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> the library got burnt twice? Somebody fucking hates books, huh? Fuck the library. Now the library's really cool, guys. You should go. The Library of Alexandria, which was the world's record system. Like, oh, that's right, because that, that's... They were the ones who were taking account of everything. They were taking account of everything. They, they weren't hearing it from them, heard it from them, heard it from them. And the lab, they had all the records, and it was burnt down twice. So we have no... Maybe all the records of Atlantis were there. Maybe they're like, fuck you. Take all, take all everything we know. Take it to the Library of Alexandria. And we have our story, our people's knowledge in that library. But they just it just got burnt. And all the records with it, Atlantis, the ancient Egyptians, every, everything, everything, everything. So we yeah, so we have no idea. So we could have aliens. Aliens. So all we have, and then while we were bullshitting, we found out that Disney's actually gonna make the live action movie of Aliens. No, of fucking Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, Sachi, Disney's making a remake of Aliens, <laughs> featuring they're making, they're, fucking they're making, Elsa. They're making the movie, the live action movie of Atlantis, and it looks like Tom Holland's gonna be playing our favorite protagonist. Hell yeah. Is it Milo or is it Milo? I remember Milo. Yeah, it's Milo. I don't know why I keep saying Milo. Sounds like a fucking rapper name. It's the fourth Migo, Milo. But yeah, uh, that was our episode. Um, this was supposed to be the better one. Uh, you, <laughs> you guys will be the judge of that one. We we, we promise we will, we will get better at doing these. We're only eight, we're only eighty episodes in, people. Please. Um, we'll get there. I don't know. This one was fun. It wasn't as fun as the first one, but it was fun. And um, just because we should have done the the whole like one word at the time thing. 
The intro was fun. <laughs> but you couldn't understand what the fuck we were trying exactly. to say. But yeah, um, if you guys want to go listen to that episode. Don't. And then listen to this one. And then <laughs> Don't let, do that either. And then you be the judge of which one was, you know, which one do you like more? Do you like the old us or do you like the new us? And if you like the old us, just unfollow us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you guys so much. And again, if you guys want to see all these pictures, Weird History, Evie Tells Pod on Instagram. Um, we are slowly, I mean, I've been saying this for, for so many things. We are slowly, but surely going to start branching out and doing other, um, we're going to be on other social medias. You know, it's just kind of hard cause it's like, a. um, we're all still getting used to what we're doing. Some people, you know, like we're, we're all still in, um, in limbo when it comes to when we're going to start going to work, when we're going to start doing. So we I don't want, we don't, I don't, we don't want to start doing something and then immediately, we immediately have to stop because we have to go back to work, mm. back to teaching, starting new jobs, you know, things of that nature. But um, slowly we're going to be going on to, uh, you guys will find us on different social medias. We have a Facebook. We, we just reactivated it. It's been three years. We I, I haven't used Facebook. We had a Facebook? Yeah, we have a Facebook. Yeah, we have a Facebook. Uh, we ha- I haven't used Facebook. Doesn't mean we use it. I haven't used Facebook since 2010. Oh, yeah, it looks different, bro. I, I'm. I feel like my mom. I'm like I. I'm looking at. I'm like all right now. I know why my mom has trouble signing, logging into Facebook. Like this is ridiculous. But you know we're gonna be back on Facebook. Uh, you guys are gonna be able to find us on Twitter. We're gonna find us on Pinterest. Things of that nature. And um, we are gonna have. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, I suggest you guys do. Weird history. Eerie tells pod. Because in the coming weeks we will put up our f- first merch. Drop, yeah, our first merch drop. Hey. Oh, yeah. And for those of you that are wondering, our merch is going to be tied to our episodes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Things, mm-hmm. topics that we thought about, and one that you guys liked a lot, the one that we got a lot of a lot of interaction with, and a lot of flack for 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 missing a week was the Carl Tanzler one. So our first episode is going to be about Carl Tanzler. And for our first merch, our, our first, first merch, merch drop is going to be our Carl Tanzler episode, and it's going to be tied with um, uh, with one of our favorite, with one of my favorite bands of all time, because that's where I got the idea from. So you'll, it'll be an interesting crossover. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be for those of you that are into metal, for those of you that are into death metal, you guys are going to recognize the logo. For those of you that do not, don't worry about it. It's just going to still going to say the weird history. Every tells pod is going to be tied to the episode. It's going to look cool. You're going to like it. Yeah, but um, tune in for the next. Uh, I'm getting the logos worked on this weekend. We should get it. I should get the logos back by next week, and I should print the first, the first batch of shirts so we could start putting them up. So we, we could start wearing them and showing you guys how you got showing you guys the design. And then um, probably, hopefully by August, we have we'll have pre-orders. So you guys could pre-order the shirt. They're gonna be long sleeve, and they're not gonna be too pricey. So um, I hope I'm excited for it. I showed the I showed the guys the designs. They're kind of we're all excited for it. They're all excited Looks for cool. it. And um, so yeah, um, does any, if you guys don't have anything else to add, uh, please follow us on Instagram, Weird History Irritals Pod. If you guys can, please rate and review us on iTunes. That really helps the show. We keep going between four and a half to four, four and a half stars to four, four and a half stars to four, four and a half stars to four, which is cool. But I, I but you know, if you guys don't like, like there, there are people that leave three star comments that. Actually, give us good feedback. Good feedback, correct. Nice. Oh, you, you know, I like uh, that. 
And then there are ones that are like, oh, you guys mispronounced the word. Don't like it. Like, bro, we ghetto. We ghetto. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. We're, we're, go, we're learning to walk before we run. We're only 80 episodes in. <laughs> more, what do you expect from We're us? walking. It's only three years we've been Ste- doing this. Steady pace. We're doing a marathon. Yeah, but um, thank you guys so much. And if you guys don't have anything else to add, we are the Weird History Eerie Tales Pod. How long is this episode? <laughs>